The following content is intended as cartoonish satire and does not reflect the opinions of the station, the Community Broadcasting Association, or even half the actors saying the lines. The program contains adult language and concepts and bongs. Tune out if you're likely to be offended. In a suburban home somewhere, people try to escape the meaninglessness of their lives. During breaks from unrewarding work and tedious study, they imagine they are delving in dangerous dungeons, wandering a land of elves and swords and dragons, and questing as mighty heroes. Can you help guide them through their quest? Welcome to the Share House, where you're about to be immersed in the deep dark world of the role-playing hour! Wow, so our friend Keith turned out to be a disembodied alien intelligence in disguise, and when a meth addict killed his human shell, the glowing energy that was the alien's real form emerged. This is correct. And now we have a disembodied alien intelligence as a friend. Friend is a primitive concept from a primitive species. I prefer the term bro. So the world you are from is highly advanced, right? Disembodied alien intelligence. What you can do seems like magic to us. Yes, my science seems like magic to you. And my magic seems like science. Pick a card. Any card. Um, I choose that one. You chose the ace of E equals MC square. So wow, a friend who has godlike power... What should we do with him first? I wish to learn all about your primitive ways. When I was in my human form, I had to attempt to process information through your primitive human brain. Now I see things more clearly, and I can start afresh. Godlike power, what should we do? What should we do? I know, we can get him to create an awesome bike ramp for us. Yes, with a loop, the loop. <gasps> I'll get the BMXs. <laughs> Oh, every bone covered in microfractures. I splintered my coccyx. Someone get me a plaster. You fools. You could not do it because you did not have the power. Observe how an advanced species does the loop-de-loop. Ow. Oh, Jesus, fuck, all oh, you stupid... It's these primitive BMXs. It's not my fault. On my homeworld, I would have totally been able to do that. I would have done it five times. And I would have done an ollie in the middle when I was upside down. Five ollies! Well, that didn't turn out so great. What should we have our new friend do next? Um, ooh, make a ball pit. But 200 meters deep. Yes! Observe. A ball pit beyond your primitive imaginations. Ooh, me first, me first. Jim? 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 Hey. Hey, Jim! Jim! Are you okay? There, there, Jim. Just let the recompression chamber do its work. Oh, I can't believe I got the bends. That ball pit sucks. Those ball pits are much better in the Magellan Galaxy. And my people are much more hardcore. They can take it. 
you should make an even bigger ball pit and throw your ball pit inside it so no one ever finds the first ball pit again. Your ball pit sucks so bad. And I would love the bigger ball pit because it would be just my size. And I would jump into the ball pit and fall in the other ball pit inside the first ball pit. And I would be in two ball pits and I would do an ollie at the bottom. Five ollies! Hey, that's a point. Skateboards. He should make a skate park. We should go skating. Wait until you recompress, Jim. Okay, I have to hand it to you, disembodied alien intelligence. This is a pretty nice skate park. Yes, I toned it down. Made it more primitive. Thought you would like it that way. Hope it's primitive enough for you. Great. I'm going to do a quick pop shove it and transition to a dark side grind. Okay. Go, Jim. Go. Woo! Okay, here I... Oh, my nuts! Oh, whoa, disembodied alien intelligence, you totally didn't design the skate park very ergonomically. Check it out. The railing has a gap and then starts up again, virtually guaranteeing that any skater will fall down and crush his nads. Oh, sorry. Must just be that bit. Try over there. Okie dokie, I'm going to start with a finger flick, go into a bonus, switch around into a no comply, and then finish it off with a 360 tray flip. Okay. Wicked. You got the camera set up so you can take some sick pics of me boarding? Oh, yes, it's set up. Great. <clears throat> Here I go. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Don't use the flash. Okay. Flash shows my thinning hair too much. Well, you should be wearing a helmet. I don't need a helmet. Okay. Here I go. Yeah. Camera moves on. Okay. Oh. oh, yeah. Yeah, look at me grinding it. Oh, yeah. Look at me grinding it. Yeah. Disembodied alien intelligence, you're the giant metal bar with a bulb on the end, almost no, fist shape right in the middle of the grinding lip. What the hell were you thinking? I'm sorry, my species doesn't have your primitive balls. How am I supposed to think of such things? Gonads! I don't know how you walk around with such things hanging off you. <sighs> Never mind, we'll just make some adjustments. I, <laughs> I bashed my head on the jutting metal fist as I was standing up. Should have worn a helmet. Look, this bit over here is completely fine. I promise. Nothing can hit you in the gonads. Nothing at all. I promise. Okay, cool. I guess I'm game for another try. Yeah, Jim. Go, Jim. Yay. I'm wearing a box anyway, so it should be fine. Okay, I'm going to start with a daffy, go into a ginger snap, turn into an M80, followed by a monster walk, then reverse, do a pogo and a yoho plant, carousel into a G-turn, and then do a coco wheelie on this motherfucker. Yeah, go, Jim. Whoa, woo. Primitive, but I'll be impressed. I mean, my brother back home in the Magellan Galaxy can do better, but I'd still be impressed. Okay, here I go. I'm skating! I'm skating! Oh no, this grind leads straight to the ball pit! Jim? Jim? Jimmy, you okay? Jim! 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 Are you okay? Jim! Uh, 
so much air in my blood. Your skate park fucking sucks, disembodied alien intelligence. You have no design skills. If there was an award for being a mong, you would win a mong award for extreme mongulence. Okay, okay. Maybe I didn't design the park very well for primitive humans. But I can still do some sick tricks. Check it out. I'll do an ollie. I'll do five ollies. Wait, wait, wait. What? 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 No, that wasn't quite that. Almost. Uh, okay, hang on. What? What? No. Uh, shit. Hang on. All right, wait. Uh, and, uh, shit, nearly. And the, uh, wait. Almost. And, and, five! I did it! See? Five ollies! Oh, great, and that only took, what, 16 hours? How did the sun even stay up that long? I made the sun stay up that long. I had to, so you could see all the ollies I was doing. Look, disembodied alien intelligence, we like you and all, but you're kind of a dick to hang out with. Is there anything useful you can do? Of course! I can do plenty of useful things. I can command and create matter. Yeah, but... Hey, wait, maybe, hey, disembodied alien intelligence, could you create us the perfect woman? Woman! Easy! What is a woman? Just tell me what it is and I'll make it. And I'll do an ollie on it. I'll do five ollies! A woman is like us, but with boobs and a sex hole. And we put our penises inside her, and it makes cum come out of her penises. Ah, still thinking only of your primitive gonads. I don't know how you walk around with those things. No, this is great. It'll be the best thing ever. Better than a skate park. Better than a BMX track. Somewhat like a ball pit. Somewhat like a ball pit, yes. But not disembodied alien intelligence. You have to create us the perfect woman. The perfect partner. Like me? This is John Reese davis and I hate the role-playing hour because they smell like a dirty girl's pants. Why would I hate a dirty girl's pants? <laughs> You've got the wrong dwarf there, laddie. Oh dear, DM, here we are, flying across this pit of snakes in a hovercraft. But I've just spilt my carrot juice because the snakes beneath us are getting restless. I think you'll have to use your amazing guitar skills to soothe them. Okay, Doctor, who really likes me and we're totally best friends, I'll do that. Insert guitar noise here. Oh, no, no Colin, you weren't supposed to read that bit out. Due to censorship at Radio Adelaide, we have to use code words. Virginia Woolf is code for a certain part of the female anatomy. I have to go to the gynecologist and get my Virginia Woolf looked at. Sexus, plexus and nexus is code for the reproductive act. Come on, honey, it's my birthday and I'm in the mood. Let's have some sexus, plexus and nexus. My Virginia Woolf is ready for you. Albert Camus is code for the climax sometimes achieved during the reproductive act. Oh, honey, you went inside my Virginia Wolf and we had sexus, plexus, and nexus, but I didn't even Albert Camus. You did, though. You were Albert Camus all over my face and chest. Jane Austen is code for a certain part of the male anatomy. Doctor, I think it's time for my Jane Austen exam. Coriolanus is a certain part of human anatomy. So, Doctor, can you just stick your finger up my Coriolanus and check my Jane Austen? Jude the Obscure is an artificial substance which eases sexual intercourse. Oh, Doctor, you could at least put some Jude the Obscure on your finger before you stick it in my Coriolanus to check my Jane Austen. Moby Dick is a certain part of the male anatomy. And, Doctor, while I'm in a compromising position like this, don't look at my Moby Dick. 
Herman Melville is the substance that males bring to the reproductive process. Hey doctor, when you put Jude the Obscure on your finger, stuck it up my Coriolanus and touched my Jane Austen, a little bit of Herman Melville shot out my Moby Dick. Balzac is... well, that should be self-explanatory. My Balzac is where my Herman Melville is made, right there at the base of my Moby Dick. But now my Balzac is empty because when the doctor put Jude the Obscure on his finger, stuck it up my Coriolanus and touched my Jane Austen, a little bit of Herman Melville shot out my Moby Dick. So now there is no Herman Melville left in my Balzac. Please, enjoy the rest of the show. Somewhat like a ball pit, yes, but disembodied alien intelligence, you have to create us a perfect woman. The perfect partner. Like me? No, who the hell are you? Don't just walk in and butt into a stranger's conversation. Get the hell out of here! Sorry, one of these days I'll be wanted. Create us a perfect woman, disembodied alien intelligence. Okay, here I go. No, that's a plant. Look, you're going to have to show me a picture of a woman or something. I can help. Here you go. Okay. Who is this? That's my mother. Okay, here I go. The perfect woman. Hello. No, I, I didn't mean create my mother. Why not? Because the DM's going to try and have sexist plexus and nexus with her. That's the whole reason he wants you to create a woman. <sighs> Do I have to have sexist plexus and nexus with your mother, Jim? Well, I guess if I have to. <laughs> no, I don't want to see that. Look, change her. You want me to alter the specifications of this woman creature. Very well. Randomizing. Hello. Okay, that's better. Okay, now make her blonde. Okay, good. Now make her breasts a little bit bigger. Okay, good. Now bigger. Okay, good. Now now bigger. DM, surely that's big enough. That's already too big. Now make them bigger. Okay, good. Now make her say something sexy. I'm going to absorb all the gamma radiation from a neutron star and spit it all over your face. No, that's so sexy. <laughs> Well, that's close. We'll make some adjustments. Isn't she great, Jim? Tell you the truth, this isn't really doing anything for me, DM. What? You do not like this woman I have created for you? Shall I make her pectoral fat sacks bigger? No, no, they're, they're fine. It's just I kind of prefer boys to women. And by kind of, I mean always. This isn't fair, DM. You get an artificially created lust concubine, and I get nothing. Where's my lust concubine? Look, we'll share. But I don't want her. Look, Jim, you don't need all of her. Why don't you just have the back? That's all you're going to see anyway. You're right. Can you give her, like, manly, tight buns? Like, square and muscular? Yeah, and square shoulders and back muscles. And just a dash of back hair. Yay, now we're both happy. We each have a hole. But what about the mouth hole? Okay, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, you get the mouth hole. Then Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays, I get it. Who gets it Sunday? Even God has to rest on Sunday, DM. My primitive human brain thinks the most attractive sentient life form here is the disembodied alien intelligence. I just love his pulsating nebulous corona. Ha! She likes my corona. Intelligence? She's not for you now. Make her sexus, plexus, and nexusly aroused all the time, like constantly dripping, because foreplay is a total waste of my valuable time. Yeah, mine too. Just like making a partner Albert Camus. Yeah, what a waste of valuable time. But if you want to make her highly Virginia Woolfully and Coriolanusly sensitive, so she Albert Camus like the second we put it in her... I love when you hit the Jane Austen and she, like, involuntarily some Albert Camus comes out of Moby Dick. That's not 
going to happen this time, Jim. No, I guess not. Great. She's really quite hot. You've done a good job, disembodied alien intelligence. I really like... Oh, I just saw her back. She looks like Michael Phelps. Great, isn't it? Jim, what if I want to do doggy style? Then doggy style will be better. I enjoy the reproductive activity and morphogenesis of zygote-reliant organisms. Oh, you hear that? She's gagging for it. Ooh, can you give her a Nintendo on her back? Yeah, good idea. And can you give her a Nintendo on her front? Approach this primitive specimen, you barely evolved primates, and penetrate her vaginally and anally with your engorged XY chromosome priapis. I love it when they talk dirty, don't you? I'm going in. Oh, but I want first go. I called shotgun on the artificially created hermaphrodite DM. Yes, sate your wicked multicellular needs upon my organic simulacrum. I will observe and learn. Oh, you dirty perv, you're a voyeur. No, I shall observe and learn. Learn how passion stokes the fires of ecstasy. Okay, I'm ready. Now, you sure this is safe? He's not going to melt like the Wicked Witch of the West when I start jamming in Bob Marley style, is he? I am not familiar with what those things you just said are. But my creation will not melt. You will melt before she does. Vast eons of time will pass and the bones of your species will have crumbled to dust and your world will be consumed by your sun, your people lost to the silent darkness of forever before my creation melts. Please, insert your manhood into my bowel movement evacuation chute. Okay, well, I know good pillow talk when I hear it. Wait, how did Jude the Obscure? How did Jude the Obscure? I left my KY in my other hot pants. Or are they in my black milk leotard? Wait, oh hey look, how convenient. There's like a big crease full of Jude the Obscure right here, ready to go in this pocket next to his Coriolanus. Whoever thought of this as a genius? Disembodied alien intelligence, you're a genius. Imagine, Jude the Obscure actually made right on the body. What would they think of next? I have excreted a mucus composed of water, pyridine, squalene, urea, acetic acid, lactic acid, complex alcohols, and glycols, ketones and aldehydes with a pH of 3.9, just for you. Wow, sounds like KFC's secret herbs and spices. Okay, here we go. Oh, oh, fictitious mandate based on earlier antecedents of ancient sun gods. I'm experiencing muscular contractions in my pelvic region, which are stimulating neurohormones and endorphins within my primitive autonomic nervous system. Oh, fictitious mandate. Oh, fictitious mandate's mythological father, who is paradoxically also himself based on earlier Babylonian creation myths. Wow, you're right. He does Albert Camus straight away. Now for me to get into my rhythm. Oh, we're jamming. I wanna jam it with you. We're jamming. Jamming. I hope you like jamming too. Oh, I can't stand back and watch this anymore. It looks like too much fun. Kinky reggae and I'm missing out. I want my turn now too. <laughs> oh, DM, you gotta get in the way. We're gonna crack our knees together or someone's gonna stand on someone's legs. I just know it. No, we'll all just slot together. It'll be like playing kerplunk. Yes, observe and learn. Observe and learn the masculine norms of this planet. This specimen eagerly anticipates the presence within two of its orifices of your blood engorged prolapsed clitorises. I don't know if prolapsed clitoris is exactly the term I'd use, but anyway, here is my prolapse going in. And one, and two. Hey, Jim, I can feel your Balzac brushing against mine. That's rather an odd sensation, isn't it? Yes. It's kind of gentle, though. It's like a, like a gentle brushing. Yeah, see, I don't like it. You're cramping my style. You need to get out, DM. No, we just need to coordinate. It's like rowing a boat. Okay, I'll try. Stroke! 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 No, 
I go on stroke, you go on the between rhythms. I thought stroke was for me. Okay, I'll say stroke for you, and then you go on stroke. That might be easier. Stroke! Stroke! No, now I keep going on stroke. It's really hard not to go on stroke when I'm saying it. Disembodied alien intelligence, can you be our coxswain? What does a coxswain do? He sits there and says stroke over and over again in a perfect rhythm. All right. Stroke! And when is the next stroke? I said say it in a rhythm. I am saying it in a rhythm. I am saying it in a rhythm of the mirror class pulsating variable star. Its next pulsation and the next time I say stroke will be in 974 days. Look, we're not fucking sting, all right? Just... Wait, wait, wait. That's good. Just stay there talking, DM, and don't move. I've got a good pace going now. Just getting up to speed. Oh, oh yes, again. Oh, fictitious man, daddy. I'm experiencing... Muscular contractions in my pelvic region, uterus, and anus. The metabolic activity of large parts of my cerebral cortex is temporarily decreasing, while the same activity in the limbic areas of my brain is increasing. Oh, penetrator of the matriarchal leader of a family unit. Oh, fictitious mandatee. Oh, penetrative intercourse. Nice work, Jim. You made her alberica moutoi. Hey, there's Herman Melville all over my Moby Dick. Yeah, sorry. I think I got a right in the Jane Austen. This is K9. Though this unit is incapable of emotion, I calculate that the role-playing hour has a 98% probability of causing feelings of hate and distress in any sentient life form. This is Lance Hendrickson, and I hate the role-playing hour, and I can sometimes be quite scary. So you should listen to me. No bullshit. I love to curse. We did well totally scoring our artificially created sex slave, didn't we, Jim? Yeah, score, bro slap. Oh, yeah, what is a bro slap? It's like a high five, but you just call it a bro slap. Oh, yeah, bro slap. Oh, wow. Modern culture shifts so quickly, doesn't it? I'm pregnant. Huh? A fertilized egg is becoming an embryo in my uterus. What? But hey, disembodied alien intelligence, what's the deal? Wonderful, isn't it? The biological function for which sex exists and is desired has been achieved. You must be deeply satisfied because you have fulfilled the mandate of your species. What? But no. No, we didn't want you to make her capable of getting pregnant. Why do you have to make her capable of getting pregnant? What is the point of sexual intercourse if not to cause pregnancy? That is its whole purpose after all. Clearly, that is why you were so keen to do all that primitive sexual intercourse of yours. I made certain that the process could be fulfilled. You must be over one of the second planets in the outermost solar system in the Magellan Galaxy Spiral Arms, Seven Moons. What? No, but what? No! <laughs> Sucked in, DM. You are both fathers to the two offspring I will bear from my loins. Loins which, incidentally, are ill-fitted to the task. I am not particularly looking forward to the experience. What? Two offspring? Both fathers? What are you talking about? I also ensured that she possessed a second uterus attached to her Coriolanus cavity. I did not want you to go unfulfilled either, friend Jim. What? No, but... What? No! I assumed you were just confused about where things go, so... I corrected your error. No, but the, the main fringe benefit of being gay. You just took away the main fringe benefit of being gay. Give it back. I need it. The main fringe benefit of being gay. I feel as if I'm positively glowing. Oh no, my artificial replicant. I am positively glowing. With negatively charged electrons. This is what we call 
Irony. No, but disembodied alien intelligence, you don't understand. We wouldn't have sexus plexus and nexus with someone if we thought there was a chance of her getting pregnant. Well, then why have sex? Well, because rappers do it in all the rap videos. The DM secretly looks up to rappers. And it makes us feel good. You know, we want to trick our body into giving us a reward for completing a biological process without having to experience the actual burden that completing that biological process entails. I want to be free. I'm a young, I'm young, man. Kind of old, almost middle-aged. Actually, the way you eat, middle-aged. Well, I'm not yet really old, and I'm still handsome. Bold, pudgy, and you have really bad breath from a decaying molar. I'm not yet really old, and I still have health in 98% of my body. I just want to enjoy myself while I still can, you know. I don't want to be tied down. But you are an organic species. You are not timeless like myself. Your entire purpose is to reproduce yourselves, to simulate timelessness, because constantly, every instant, your cells are degrading. Well, yes, but... I can see them right now. I can see into many spectrums, into the micro and the macro. Your cells are degrading. The cell walls are failing. I am watching it happen. It is happening right now. 50 more years and you will be gone. 50 more years maximum. I can't even read a book in 50 years. I do not know how you all cope. Well... If I was stuck in your primitive body, I would have passed on my genetic material years ago. I will name one of my children Primitive Inefficient Meatbag, and the other child Primitive Inefficient Meatbag too. Some of us don't want kids, disembodied alien intelligence. We just want to have fun, break some hearts, you know? Maybe have sexes, plexus, and nexus with some people, and abandon them the next day, and have them wonder if it was their fault, and maybe make them feel cheap and worthless. Ah, you wish to be selfish, and passing on your genetic material to another, and devoting most of your time to caring for it for 18 years of your extremely limited lifespan would be too selfless for you. Exactly. Well, I don't know about selfish. Interesting that the human being has developed to such a point that it has become so selfish it will avoid its entire reason for being born, simply because to pass on its genetic material and continue its species would be an inconvenience. What can I say? Higher brain functions? It's a blessing and a curse. Why did you have to create us this freak woman who- Oh my god, her belly is already engorging. Yes, I accelerated the process to aid you, because I thought you might like to make up for lost time, considering that you are already both so old that child-rearing would be a much more significant strain on you than it would on a younger, fitter man in his prime. Oh, come on. Look, she's got a belly on her back too. It's swelling. It's swelling. We shall be a happy child-raising unit. It is fortunate that anthropological trends encourage monogamy in our species. Such long-term social bonding will ensure that none of us is overburdened and that we can raise the happiest, healthiest child possible and one which has the highest long-term chance of survival. Yeah, uh, Jim, uh, what should we do? You have your passport in your house, right? Yeah. Hey, come here, waitress, hey, hey, bring me another pina colada. Si, senor. No, come here, I said, that's it, sit down on my lap here. <laughs> oh, senor, are you not married? 
Oh, no, no, I'm not married. I'm free. I'm single. I'm still young. Hey, let me tell you about this band I was in. It was called the Jiggery Pokeries. Yeah, we rocked. Please, get your hands off me, and you should wear some clothes more suited to your age. You look ridiculous. Hey, DM, I just got an email. Apparently, your whole family has found out what you did, leaving that pregnant woman alone back in Australia, and they've disowned you. Oh, what? Come on. It was that woman, man. She was crazy. All, you know, you created me out of thin air purely to be your property. You should care for me and live up to the consequences of your actions. I mean, shit, man, I can't live with that nagging. I still want to fulfill my dream of opening a surfboard shop. And why are you checking your email anyway? You're breaking the cone of silence. The cone, man. You're breaking the cone. I just, I just wanted to talk to my friends. I miss them. But they all found out that I fathered a child and then fled to Mexico and now none of them respect me anymore. Hey man, I respect you. We're Balzac brushing buddies. Don't, don't talk about that. Oh shit. Look over there. The disembodied alien intelligence just teleported in and he brought our half ex-boyfriend, half ex-girlfriend with him. And she has two babies in her arms. Hello, have you, any of you, seen two gentlemen? One devilishly handsome with a movie star chin which has a fetching cleft resembling the cleft in the human buttocks. The other one looking like Dick Cheney if he were aged another 50 years. See, disembodied glowing senor, they're over there. Shit, hide under the table! Oh my god, we gotta get out of here. I am seeking the fathers of my genetic continuance. They will experience oxytocin-inspired sentiment for their progeny and raise them because human beings are biologically programmed to care for and raise their offspring. Ah, see. Do you have any cocktails where one of the key ingredients is the condensed nucleus of a supermassive black hole? Uh, no. Damn. Okay, I'll have a Fanta instead then. Listeners, if you're out there, we need your help. Jim and I have to escape our parental responsibilities. A creature of godlike power and intelligence is looking for us. And worse than that, our baby mama is looking for us. Where should we hide? What should we do? Tell us by calling 831-35000 or messaging us on the Facebook wall. Just look for the Role Playing Hour on Facebook. That's R-O-L-E. So Facebook.com slash the Role Playing Hour. You're listening to the disembodied alien intelligence, the sex slave he created for us based on our thoughtless specifications, Jim the DM and Jim and my love children here on the Role Playing Hour on Radio Adelaide Digital Radio Online and 101.5 FM. We're also putting every one of our old episodes of the Role Playing Hour up in chronological order in podcast form on the WordPress page. The address is the roleplayinghour.wordpress.com Com. We're still about 31 episodes behind. But right now, call in on 8313-5000 or write us a message on our Facebook page telling us how we can escape from fulfilling our fatherly duties and get back to drinking beer and playing video games alone. This is Jonathan Frakes, and I hate the role-playing hours so much that whenever I hear it, I want to eject my warp core. This is Corin Nimick. Do you hate the role-playing hour? Not a problem. I'll get them canceled faster than you can say synchronized swatches. Ah, <sighs> seriously. You're still making me do this Parker Lewis shtick? You think this is funny? You guys are complete fu- And poor Mr. Uh, Corin there, he actually had a, uh, an accident uh, today, I believe. He... Some kind of was, boating accident. Yeah, he was filming yes. somewhere in a boat, and the boat hit a submerged barge, and he broke his femur in three places and lost half the blood in his body, but is okay. Uh, he was meant to be coming to Oz Comic Con that will be here in March. Uh, we could have even spoken to him again. He was very funny last time he was on the show, but uh, obviously, I guess he won't be coming now. But we wish him a speedy recovery. 
uh, wherever he is now. We should send him flowers. We should. <laughs> we should send him flowers. Yes. Remember these guys you completely forgot about. Um, hmm. Yes, but uh, yeah, uh, the Comic-Con is coming in. Yeah, I think they're going to talk about it in the... Um, they might even mention it in the radio station magazine. So we'll be down there for the Comic-Con in March at the Adelaide Showgrounds, March 16 and 17. So uh, if you want to come down as well to that, it should be fun. There'll be MacGyver will be there. So it's actually in March, MacGyver isn't now the name of the month, as we said before. And William Shatner. Assuming there are no more boating accidents. I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't jinx it. Um, okay. Uh, did Someone actually did uh, uh, send us a message about subscribing. Oh, my God. Can you believe it? They asked, do I get a hat or something? No. No, you do not. But you do get a magazine sent out to you every month with the... Not, not every month. Every season. Every few months. With uh, information about what's going on at the station and things that are going on at the station. Program guides. And if you mention the role-playing hour when you subscribe, we will give you something... Uh, you can actually troll through a list of our past prizes because no one ever took any of them. At the moment, it's a Duckling Force mascot. But, you know, if you want to suggest something a bit more fun, you could maybe do that as well because we're open to suggestions. Um, you definitely get that if you mention us when you subscribe. You just have to dial 8313-5000 during business hours. That's the most efficient way to do it. Or coming to the station on North Terrace. Or you can go on the website and look for the links to subscribe, but I think they tell you to dial in anyway. Um... And it's it's fifty two dollars a year or twenty six concessions, so it's not too much. It's a community station supported by the community, and I think you'd be one of the first subscribers of the year. So it'd be nice, nice, cool for the role playing hour to get the first one of the year. So we'd be happy for you to do it. You also go into the draw to win a tickets to the opening night of Thursday, a theatrical co production between Adelaide's Brink Productions and the English Touring Theatre, plus invitations to the post show. Gala party. It's valued at six hundred and fifty dollars. It's just what you've always wanted. It's a bit grim. It's about the London London bombing survivor Gil Hicks. But that might, you know, you get tickets to the after party. That's probably like so much free booze. It's valued at six hundred and fifty dollars. You get trashed with celebrities. That's one person's going to win that. Do we have anything on the wall? Yeah, we have a couple of things. Ah. Um, I believe this is a, a new person writing on our wall. I've oh. never seen the name before. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bruce. Uh, he, Bruce. In answer to um, the question, what should we do? Mm-hmm. Um, he said, running and screaming always works, but uh-huh. you need to stop screaming once out of sight. Uh-huh. Yeah, so they can't track you down with their sophisticated sonar. Wouldn't it like make more sense to run silently away until you were far enough away that they couldn't hear you and then start screaming? Maybe the screaming puts them off. Maybe if you scream like that. Mm. Oh, I think the the phone was turned on, so maybe someone was actually trying to call in. And we didn't notice. Really? <clears throat> Please call again. We never do. If it you used were to trying to call us. It, all these lights used to go off. Now it doesn't really happen. But you can try to call in again. Eight three one three five thousand. Is that so? All right. Thank you for that suggestion. Runaway Thank screaming. You, Bruce. I think we're going to try that one. Yes. Um, <clears throat> there's uh, some more. Ben, mm-hmm. uh, how to escape? One oh one. One. Turn into a chair until they leave. Oh, pretend you don't speak English. One, play dead. <laughs> okay. Uh, which do we want to do? Turn into a chair, not speaking. They're in Mexico, but they'll recognize us. They'll know. What if... What you if can we turn were... into a chair. I'll play dead. What, who's running off and screaming then? Um, uh, you run off and scream and carry me while I play dead. And then just carry me around you forever pretend, like you your child. You turn into a chair. Trust me. I'll pretend I don't speak English and uh, I'll scream in Mexican or... Wear me against your soothing, comforting chest in a truss, and I listen to your heartbeat as you run away screaming. 
Okay, I'm just confused now. <clears throat> we have a completely unrelated question, but uh-huh. it's kind of funny mm-hmm. from Jess. Oh, um, Jess. If you had a giant magnet that generated a magnetic pool for anything you wanted, what would it be? I'd, li- I'd like to swim in a magnetic pool. Because you, if you were wearing the other magnets, you'd just float along like of the uh, opposite it's charge. Magnetic pull? Oh, I I tuned out for the rest of the... What was it again? <laughs> <laughs> I just heard magnetic pull and was like, cool. Uh, if you had a giant magnet that mm-hmm. generated a magnetic pull mm-hmm. for anything you wanted, what mm-hmm. would it be? I'd get a metal cock ring. Okay. Um, but somehow I'd have to get it pulled one way and then the other. Okay, whatever. That's in a rhythm. So I, need I two think you magnets. kind of missed the point of the, the question. But, I don't know. Uh, we've, we've got some responses. Uh, ben wants a giant piece of metal. Mm-hmm. Um, so he wants a magnet that pulls a giant piece of metal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jess wants a magnet that pulls chocolate or possibly Captain America. Mm-hmm. I want a giant magnet made of kryptonite that pulls Superman. Wouldn't you be better at pulling Iron Man? Anyway, uh, we're running out of time, so I just want to quickly say something. <clears throat> Australia Day is coming up, as we know. And on Australia Day, I always look at the people around me in this country and I think, Go home! It's a public holiday. If you go to work, no one else will be there and you'll feel silly. Go home to Happy Valley or Brompton or Unley or wherever you live in Adelaide, north or south, east or west, because this isn't a religious holiday, so anyone at all in Australia is free to observe it doesn't matter what your background is everyone should just go home go home sit on the couch play video games whatever you want to do see your family or not if you don't want to so this australia day tell someone go home it's a public holiday and that's something we can all every one of us enjoy this is Jewel Estate, and I hate the role-playing hour because they remind me too much of that hitchhiker I killed and buried beneath the floorboards. Even when I cover my ears, I can still hear that heart beating. <laughs> oh, my God, I can't do that. <laughs> my name is Freddie Williams II, and I hate the role-playing hour because they turned me into a juvenile delinquent. The listener suggested so many great things, oh, but which one to choose to get out of this situation? Yeah, I don't want to face the responsibility of parenthood and adult life. Oh, genetic material donors... Are you here? I would like you to meet both of your bouncing, detached, fleshy pseudopodia. We shall seek them out and find them, my primitive creation. Hmm, behold this arty-looking abandoned industrial area over here. I could have built a really cool skate park there. It would have outshone the quadrillion supernovae of the colliding galaxies of Epsilon Alpha and Epsilon Gamma in its brilliance. Yes, I could have done ten ollies here. I shall be back in a moment, my creation. I just want to check out how cool a skate park I can make. Yes, you handsome hunk of incoherent gas. My creation, there is really no need to speak to me that way. You should tie me up. I'm yours. You can plumb my inner goddess. Ugh, I should never have let her read Fifty Shades of Grey. There she is, our golem, our Pygmalion-esque concubine. We wished for a love, and now she's made real. I never thought creating life would bring about such responsibility. Let's just go, DM. Skulk away beneath these tables to the freedom of the filthy alley beyond. No one will ever expect of us basic adult maturity again. No, but wait. Remember how we made her have that Nintendo on her front and her back? Yeah, I had a great time playing that when I was doing him. The perfect man. 
Yeah, well, I'd nearly got a high score in Mario Kart. I mean, like, higher score ever. They write that shit up on obscure gaming websites. I left my game on pause. I still have one more race to do. I'd be a gaming legend if I finished and won the final lap. I'd be a footnote on Wikipedia. They might approach me for a gaming documentary and record lines they leave on the cutting room floor. You can't buy that kind of notoriety. Just leave it, DM. The Nintendo embedded between her monstrous breasts is dead to you now. No, look, if you could just distract her for a minute, get her to turn her head, then I could play the last race in Mario Kart. Three minutes, that's all it would take. Ugh, I know I shouldn't. She might make us take responsibility for our babies or for creating her, just to satisfy our base sexist nexus and plexual desires, but then it is Mario Kart. Some things in life are important. Okay. Uh, man, woman, um, mother of my baby, come over here, I want to talk to you about, uh, child... Hosing about how to hose down um, the child we share because I love him. Oh, James, this primitive organism processes you with her visual cortex. Come to me, enfold me within your secondary bilateral appendages. Wait, 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 let me put my hands on your shoulders from behind, like this. Now turn your head and look at me. That's right, I like you better from this side anyway. Mmm, that's Phelps good. Oh, James, you do not want me simply for more intercourse, do you? We have a common duty now. Uh, no, 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 uh, of course I don't want you just for intercourse, even though when we saw each other, we both only really wanted intercourse with each other, and we both knew our entire relationship was based on that. No, of course. Now I see that only wanting you for intercourse was silly, even though we wouldn't even be speaking now if we hadn't wanted each other simply for intercourse. Now... Okay, I just have to hit the start button. Oh, damn babies! No, 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 don't crush. Look, you hungry? Here, here, here. Suck on my nipple, that's it. Oh, 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 no, 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 no. You're hungry too? Okay, I have one more nipple. Latch. That's it, latch. No, latch, latch, damn it. Oh, there you go, there you go. Okay, now our hit, hit start. Okay, oh, damn Donkey Kong, getting ahead of me. You're getting a turtle shell in the exhaust pipe. One Ollie. Wait, that. Okay, let me try that again. One Ollie. Wait, 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 wait. Let me try it again. Wait. James, I think my auditory sensors detected the vocalizations of my babies. No, 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 just stay looking at me and... Hey, what happened? We ran out of time. Where's the woman? Where are the babies? Where's the Mario Kart? We ran out of time, I told you. You see, we had a resolution for this whole plotline with the woman and the babies. It was very satisfactory. But then we had to take those few extra minutes earlier to explain all the stuff about censorship and, well... Censorship ate up the time we would have used for story? That's right. We just had to cut to the end. But without knowing what happened, with the fate of that poor woman and those babies left in limbo like that, we had no comedic punchline to make up for all the times we were bastards in this whole episode. Because we don't know the fate of the woman, and we didn't get any comeuppance, the audience will just be left with a bitter taste of unresolved misogyny. That's right. Who knows? Maybe something terrible happened to that woman. Maybe something nice. And the babies! We just don't know. But it also leaves a very uncomfortable uncertainty in the air as to our stance on hermaphrodites. Poor transgender or intersex people might think we were insulting them. We never got to resolve that thread either in a manner that demonstrated tolerance and a shared sense of fun. I know, because we ran out of time thanks to all the extra time we had to take with the censorship. The woman was created and, like Pygmalion's clay, nudged into life. A monster with potential. But now she can never have the time or the space to grow up and live up to that potential and flower into her true self after she looked newly at the world because of censorship. Will 
censorship change our lives in other ways? You'll just have to wait and see. Oh my god, I can't go to the toilet. Of course not. Toiletry habits are censored. Sensitive ears do not like them. But my colon, it's so backed up. Oh, the pain. And you will never be able to go to your primitive toilet again. But it's a basic human function. It's a part of life. I'm going to explode. We're fictional characters, so the entirety of our world is defined by the media we exist in and the rules and assumptions of that media. That's right. And now censorship controls that media. So now your entire existences are shaped by censorship. But, so so we'll never have sex again? You can't say those words, Jim, or think those acts. They are censored. You will never do that again. You will never even think about it. But that means I'll never really have a son. When I felt that baby latch, I was ready for my turnaround, my dramatic catharsis. I was ready to pass on my genetic material and shoulder my responsibility. I'm sorry, DM, but to create life, wonderful life in all its complexity, to father a child, which is the truest form of love, you need sex. And thanks to censorship, you can never think of sex or have sex again. That simply no longer exists in your reality. So... Censorship denies life? And it creates a barren, sterile wasteland? Yes. Yes, it does.